you know, I think the biggest new obligations that we have um, during these, uh, you know, last couple, you know, 10 days or so has been these media, you know, obligations that we have, some things that we have as a team to do, whether it be the little uh, pep rally or whatever it was the other night. But um, I think Coach has done a great job. We've got a, you know, a veteran team, guys that understand what it takes to get ready to go play a football game. Um, there's probably some guys with a few more family members in town, um, but I think our organization did a great job of, you know, helping us find spots to put those families so that we can continue to create as much of a normal atmosphere as we possibly can to continue to get ready to play this game on Sunday. Los Angeles Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford Super Bowl 56 is almost upon us. The longest of weeks in football is finally coming to an end. And as promised, this is a special transatlantic sports show podcast featuring the Los Angeles Rams. Earlier in the week, we took you inside the Cincinnati Bengals camp. This time, it's the turn of their opponents for that Vince Lombardi trophy. The Los Angeles Rams, the road team in Super Bowl 56, playing at home at SoFi Stadium. In this show, we're going to hear from their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, and head coach, Sean McVay. And also, McVay speaks about the NFL International Series because this week, it was announced that the NFL are heading to Germany. If you follow me on Twitter, you will have seen that I gave you a little heads up that Roger Goodell was going to announce the German games and the host German cities in his news conference this week. Well, on Wednesday, he did just that. Munich will have games this year. Well, a game this year and a game in 2024. Frankfurt in 2023 and 2025. And London has got three games coming our way here in the UK. The Jags return to Wembley plus the two Tottenham games. So we're going to hear from you and get your opinions on who you want to see in London in 2022. And we're going to hear from German fans as well and why the NFL heading to their country is important. I'm Anthony Wilton and this is the Transatlantic Sports Show. Thank you very much for downloading the Transatlantic Sports Show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at T-A-S-S underscore UK. You're going to hear from Matthew Stafford and Sean McVeigh in this show, and you can see them on our Twitter feed. I am Anthony Wotton at A-R Wotton. That's W-O-O-T-T-O-N. Accredited NFL journalist. So when those games head to Munich later this year, you can guarantee that I'll be there covering and bringing you Everything you need to hear and know ahead of that historic game and three games back in London. So we're going to hear from you fans and German fans, as mentioned at the top there, a little later in the program. This is our Super Bowl 56 preview. Oh, is this week ever going to end? I just want the game now. But don't worry, it's on the way. I think the players and the coaches are just as keen to get the game started. Can you imagine being a 24-year-old quarterback? You get to the stadium two hours before, you have all the build-up. You've had all the build-up this week. And what's Joe Burrow's first play going to be like? What's his first drive going to be like? Is it going to lead to points? What about Matthew Stafford? Well, it's his first Super Bowl, let's not forget. He only won his first playoff game this year. Speaking of Stafford, we're going to hear from him now. The Rams traded two first-round picks to get him last year, just over 12 months ago. I remember that Sunday morning waking up to that news. And, I mean, let's face it, 
he certainly paid them back. Until this postseason, he'd never won a playoff game. And now he's one win. That's right, just one win. 60 football minutes away from taking football's greatest prize. They call it World Championship. I don't know who else is competing for the American Football Vince Lombardi Trophy. But that's another podcast altogether. Let's focus our attention back on Matthew Stafford and find out how he's feeling about it all. Yeah, it means a lot to me to get to this point. Obviously, my career, um, you know, it's been a whole lot of fun to be on this run. You know, with the success of this team, so many great players and coaches that I'm surrounded by in this organization, it's, it's, a, it's a whole lot of fun. And I'm enjoying every single moment of it. As far as uh, getting ready for this week, I'm just trusting my preparation. You know, last week's a little bit different, obviously with no game, um, but only one opponent to play rest of the year. So um, a little bit of a jump uh, jump start on that. But um, this week we just kind of take it like a normal week, go out there and, and prepare like we normally do, trusting that process is enough to go out there and win the game and, and play well on Sunday. The Rams, of course, are playing at home. They're the road team, but at home at SoFi Stadium. I know. We've talked about it all week. You heard me going on about it in the Bengals podcast earlier in the week. Make sure you check out that episode, by the way. But with the Rams, there's all the media obligations and distractions of Super Bowl week affect the squad at all? Um, You know, I think they're pretty limited for us. Um, We don't have to travel, which is nice. Um, You know, I think the biggest new obligations that we have um, during these, uh, you know, last couple you know, 10 days or so has been these media, you know, obligations that we have, some things that we have as a team to do, whether it be the little uh, pep rally or whatever it was the other night. But um, I think Coach has done a great job. We've got a, you know, a veteran team, guys that understand what it takes to get ready to go play a football game. Um, There's probably some guys with a few more family members in town, um, but I think our organization did a great job of, you know, helping us find spots to put those families so that we can continue to create as much of a normal atmosphere as we possibly can to continue to get ready to play this game on Sunday. Odell Beckham Jr. has proven to be an excellent addition to the Rams roster, especially this postseason. 19 receptions for 236 yards and a touchdown. But what has OBJ's addition meant to Matthew Stafford since that injury, of course, mid-season, the week that OBJ arrived at the Rams, that injury to Robert Woods? Uh, it's been huge. You know, obviously, uh, when we made the trade, we didn't know Robert was, you know, we didn't know we were going to lose Robert like that. And, um, you know, it's just such an unfortunate event for a special player for our team, um, you know, a guy that meant so much to us. Um, but I thought Odell did a great job of stepping in, and, and his role is different than what Rob's was, um, you know, but he's embraced his role. He's grown in that role. Um, what we asked him to do to come in and learn as much as he's learned in a half a season, basically, and, uh, you know, come out here and execute and still play at a high level. Um, a lot of times, you know, whether it's receiver or any other position, when you step in and you're still thinking and learning, sometimes the, you know, the physicality, the physical parts of the game, you know, drop off a little bit because you're thinking. Um, he's done an unbelievable job of being able to lock in on his on his plan, um, you know, his role in our offense, and then go play fast. So nothing but uh, nothing but love for Ob. He's done an unbelievable job and, and really helped us out. There's no doubting that Matthew Stafford doesn't shy away from making a big play. He's of course prone to throwing the odd interception or two in a game but as Bruce Arian says no risk it no biscuit so that instinct to go for that big play make that big throw you know risking everything just you know because if that connection comes off like it did with Cooper Cup against the Buccaneers the dividends are astronomical but you get it wrong could that cost you the Super Bowl so those instincts are they natural for Stafford or is he mindful of them 
Um, probably a little bit of everything, you know, probably, uh, probably born with some of it, um, wanting to be aggressive. Um, but at the same time, you got to learn from every experience, whether it be good or bad, right? Sometimes you, uh, you give guys chances and, and they go out there and make plays for you. And sometimes it doesn't work out for you and you got to assess why, you know, one way happened or the other way happened. You know, I look at across the ball, um, you know, as, and at the Cincinnati Bengals and, and look at Joe Burrow and, and, uh, Jamar Chase. And I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's about as good a chemistry as you can get when it comes to down the field shots, you know, giving Jamar an opportunity. And he's done an unbelievable job of coming down with a bunch of them. And, and same with T. Higgins and some of their other guys as well. So it's part about it's part of playing this position at this level um, is being confident in yourself, being confident in the guys around you and understanding, you know, when it's an appropriate time to take certain shots and when it's not. Stafford's opposite number, quite literally, is the second-year quarterback, Joe Burrow. The 24-year-old has had a swagger this postseason and a calmness that's taken the Bengals to their first Super Bowl in over 30 years. So what's Stafford's impression of young Joe, the Ohio kid? Yeah, he's a really talented guy, um, really talented football player, great competitor, very even keel, throws it great, moves around great. Um, I think he does... Uh, you know, a great job of for a young player, you know, dissecting defense, understanding where the football should go. And then he does a nice job of putting the ball in spots where his guy can go make plays for him. Um, you know, I've, uh, I've I've been a fan of his since he was at LSU. Love the way he played, love the way he competed there. And that's just done nothing but carry over into this league. And, you know, he's in this game because he's uh, he's willed that team to a bunch of wins. And uh, that's an impressive thing for a guy of, you know, of his age. So we'll move on from the quarterback to the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams now, and that, of course, is Sean McVay. This is going to be his second Super Bowl with the team, and this time he's coming up against a seemingly familiar foe. McVay was born in Ohio. So does he count himself as a native and perhaps a Bengals fan? Yeah, I was born in Dayton, Ohio. I was uh, at Kettering Hospital. So my dad and uh, mom and I, we used to go to the UD Flyers games. And my grandpa was actually a coach at, at Dayton at, at one point. So definitely, uh, you know, proud of my roots there. And um, trying to get after the Bengals this week, though, that's for sure. And as you've probably gathered, Sean McVay's voice sounds a little bit rough. There's been a bit of a wind up at the practice facility at Thousand Oaks this week. It's impacted the team so much, actually, that they've moved practice to the Rose Bowl in their preparations for Super Bowl 56. And he was actually asked about that inclement weather and his voice. I feel good, so that's a good thing, and hopefully we'll get this voice to come back. But it was like yesterday, I, I was in my office for a minute, and then I went to talk to some of the coaches, and I went to speak, and my voice sounded like this. I'm like, what the hell happened? So I got the honey. I got all the remedies going, and we'll get this voice back. You know, I know I, I, I sound terrible, but I feel better than not than what I sound, and so that's a good thing. I never realized how much I talk and how loud and obnoxious I am when I don't have my voice. Gruff voice or no gruff voice, Sean McVay's been here and done it. They couldn't quite win it at Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta, but what's his message to his players this week? Treat it like any other game or tell them that this is it. It's now or never. There's one game left this season. It's the Super Bowl or bust. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think you try to have a normal weekly rhythm and routine. You don't minimize what a great opportunity has been earned by both teams. And so, you know, I think you want to take in the magnitude of the opportunity, but not make it, you know, too big to where, you know, I don't think any of our guys are overwhelmed. You know, trust your preparation, trust your process. Um, the nerves are good. This is a, you know, this pressure is a privilege, um, but you do acknowledge what a great opportunity it is to try to finish this thing the right way. But you want to be able to keep a normal rhythm and routine um, as far as our preparation goes. So it's a little bit of both of what you said. And as we've mentioned on this special episode of the Transatlantic Sports Show already, the big news for us in Europe this week was that Germany is going to get a game each season for the next four seasons. Kicking off in Munich this year, then to Frankfurt, then back to Munich. And finally, Frankfurt again in four years' time. And London's got three games. The Jags are committing themselves to Wembley. They secured that deal to have their home games there. I've told you before, Khan, he wants to make London his second home. He's been so determined for the Jags to build their franchise, their UK-based franchise at Wembley Stadium. They certainly feel that they have that home advantage there, although they did get the win at Tottenham last season. We're going to hear from German fans in just a moment, and we're going to hear from some of you as well, so who you'd like to see in London later this year. But here's what Sean McVay, head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, who's been to London a few times, let's not forget, makes of the league's commitments and growth internationally. I think it's great. You know, I think I think the platform and the product that the NFL provides is really special. And I know from going out there, you know, I've been out and, and played in London three times, once when I was with Washington and then twice with the Rams and the atmospheres, the fans, the excitement, the venues um, is really special. And so uh, really appreciate that. You know, the travel proposes some challenges, but I think to be able to expand the NFL's platform is great for the brand, uh, for the game of football, for our players. Um, and so it's it's been great experiences that we've had. And, um, you know, I've loved every second of it and I think the fans you know have been outstanding and make people feel really supported Uh, so great to hear a head coach who's all in for the NFL International Series games and I guess he has no choice at the end of the day now let's not forget that Germany definitely has a bigger fan base than the UK therefore huge marketing opportunities for the NFL. Hundreds of fans come to London from all over Europe, maybe thousands of fans actually from all over Europe to London for the games each year. And last October, I spoke to a group of German fans, many German fans actually, as you're about to hear, about the NFL's decision at the time to play games in their country. Very much excited though, yeah, because um, I'm from Düsseldorf and Düsseldorf, as far as I know, is one of the contestants and um, we pretty much hope that we are going to make it. And I think the city has everything to to actually host one of those games. And um, an NFL fan for a very, very long time, we are really looking forward to this. And you guys actually have more NFL fans than we do here in the UK, so you must be thinking about time too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, The plane was packed with NFL fans when we um, arrived yesterday morning. And um, I think it will be easily 10,000, 15,000 Germans over here for this game. So um, I think we proved it more than enough that uh, Germany um, actually owns one of those games and has to get one of those games. Yeah. And what kind of atmosphere will German fans bring to NFL games? Well, you, you see it here already, yeah, because um, with 15,000 German fans over here, um, the atmosphere here is pretty much also done by the German fans already. So um, the Americans can expect exactly what you get here. Yeah. I'm just very excited about the game to be in Germany. Yeah. yeah. How about you? 
NFL coming to uh, to Germany almost as early as next year, 2023 perhaps. Yeah, well, uh, I'm excited as well. Not as excited he is, obviously, um, as I'm not so much into football, but I grew into it uh, through the past years. So I'm looking forward to it. Actually, I'm into soccer more. So we, we uh, go to our local soccer team in Düsseldorf. And now we, we see what football can bring. Are you all German? Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. I get your thoughts on it? Um, I'm really looking forward to the game. I mean, um, this is for the two of us. It's uh, the first time probably ever we will um, attend a Jets um, Falcons game on site. Um, and we've been best friends for like 15 plus years. So uh, this was the game for us and uh, really looking forward to it. I used to live in Atlanta for a couple of years. So um, really looking forward also to the NFL coming to Germany possibly next year or year after. So compared to Atlanta, what will Germany bring to NFL games? I think um, to some extent uh, more excitement because it's, it's really an event, right? So um, in the US it's more like, uh, all right, we have this every other week. And uh, in Germany, if you have two, four games or something, it will be um, for many people, it will be something like once in a lifetime. So I think uh, it will be a good thing. How hungry are you for NFL games in Germany? Absolutely. We are we are so hungry and uh, be sure we are prepared. If you, if you for example, if you choose Düsseldorf as, as, as a location, we had the uh, European League of Football um, final, uh, well, I think it was two weeks ago, and there were 25,000 people in attendance and um, it was a pretty good event and the, the, the crowd was really amazed and we are prepared for it and we are absolutely hungry for it. And what does October mean for NFL in Germany? Well, that is the mistake of all the Americans, my friend, because uh, the Oktoberfest is a Bavarian thing, yeah, and um, Germany is not Bavaria, yeah, and I would just like to break that out. So, um, yes, you can find Oktoberfest um, in each and every of the cities, but they just do it for the tourists. So, I'm from Düsseldorf, um, we don't really care about Oktoberfest, yeah, leave that to the Bavarians, and um, if they should bring the, um, the NFL team to, to Munich, yeah, um, that might be one of the factors, yeah, just to promote them the Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, but um, I don't care about Oktoberfest, and a lot of other Germans don't do either. <laughs> the German fans, let's hear from some of you now. We've got three games in London, two at Tottenham, and the Jags at Wembley. So who do you want to see over here in 2022? Giants. <laughs> I've seen the Giants play twice, and um, it's always nice to see them. Um, but equally, I come over, you know, I keep a record of all the teams I've seen, so it's nice to take a new team off. Um, I've seen both these teams before, so not new for me today, but it's still good. New ground. Um, been a Chelsea fan it's nice to come to Spurs and uh, I'll try and find the trophy room but I don't think they've got one probably the Packers that's probably the only team to be honest but I don't think they ever will like, they, see, they sell season tickets out every year and they, they don't need to come over yeah. part of the Bengals come back over again just so I don't have to go to Cincinnati <laughs> not that I wouldn't want to go there well being a Cowboys fan the Cowboys um, I don't know because we don't have any teams like anyone coming over is always like a good game but yeah you obviously want to you know a, a team that finishes better but yeah I'm not really sure Chargers Chiefs would be a good game wouldn't it over here but I'd say that or a divisional game from the Seattle Rams Cardinals 49ers division would be a really good game to have over here wouldn't it Ravens and the Steelers Two best defences. Why not? Go head to head. Packers. Packers game. Uh, they're the only team I think that's never played in London. Big support base, and they're usually quite good. Might get a chance to see Rogers one more time. I'm waiting for Cleveland. Yeah, so, so yeah, gotta be Seahawks. And the Seahawks for this guy, yeah. So yeah, Seahawks. Seahawks for me. I've seen them already at Wembley, but. You can come every year if they can. Oh, uh, I would like to see uh, the Eagles. Or 
or the Cardinals? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah, of course. It's so the quality of the, the teams is good. Jaguars, was always offered. Jaguars were the same teams every year. Maybe uh, new teams, the Packers or the Raiders. If you want a really good match, I think if you get the 49ers and Packers, you see the fans, uh, you have enough of them, and I think that can be a good game. I'd like to see Vikings over here, Broncos, because my mate's a Broncos fan. My mate, there's a Dolphins fan, so we're obviously happy for him that they've come over, so that's decent. Bears, 100%. Bears and Titans, because there's only a few Titans fans around, so it'd be nice for him to see them. <laughs> I just want to see a competitive game. We had a great ending to the Dolphins and Jags game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Maybe we could see some Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, one of those up-and-coming stars. I know we, you could argue, okay, well, we had Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence this year, but you know, want to see a winning team, maybe two winning teams, two playoff contenders going head-to-head over in London. We'll find out, I guess, in April, May time when the schedule is announced. But before then, we've got Super Bowl 56. Thank you so much for listening to the Transatlantic Sports Show. Give us a follow at T-A-S-S underscore UK. We've had a great competition with our friends at Patchunk Avenue as well this week. So if you give us a follow, you're not going to miss out on competitions like that. We gave away Madden 22 earlier in the season. And we have our video content that we put up throughout the season. So make us your place for your NFL news. We've got the Chicago Bears kicker, Cairo Santos, coming up soon. So whether you're a Bears fan or just a fan of the NFL, and of course you're going to be if you're listening to this podcast, duh, make sure you uh, give us a follow and subscribe to the Transatlantic Sports Show on your podcast provider. Enjoy Super Bowl 56. I've got a feeling it could be a good one. We've got two decent quarterbacks going head-to-head for this one. Which way is it going to go? We could argue till the cows come home. So until next time, let's hope we get the Hollywood ending. (laughs) 